Good morning, everyone. Jim Laird here from Largo, Florida. Beautiful day here. I really have to say that every single day. I mean, it's just the fall here is incredible. So coming up this week, we've got our, our webinar tomorrow. It's going to be on mind, body medicine, you know, uh, your mind and how it affects blood pressure. If you want to get in on that, that webinar, we're doing free webinars every week. You got to get on our email list, go over to stillmanwellness.com. Uh, and pop-up comes up, put your email in there, and uh, we will send out a notification for you for that. So, got Miss Lauren, the lovely Miss Lauren is joining us here again today. How are you? Good morning, Jim. Was, was, tomorrow, was yesterday like morning. your first? I know, that that's was great. Was yesterday your morning. first live? Oh, yeah, was. you did great. You know, had to rip off. It was the fun. Doctor Stillman, Doctor Stillman should be joining us shortly, and when he does, I will be active. I need to run a, a few errands quickly. We've got a busy day ahead. We've got an in-person visit, which always uh, makes things a yeah. little more more complicated. Uh, but Absolutely. I enjoy seeing people in person. So me too. So so too. tell us about. You know, you've obviously been doing this for a long time, like seventeen years. Um, so you're what nineteen years old. <laughs> well, in the healthcare field for seventeen okay. years. Okay. 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 I'm just you know, saying you don't. Um, you don't look. You, you. I'm just saying you don't look like you could be like, you know, doing this for like seventeen years. So that was a bad. <laughs> Thanks, I was like, Jim. it was a sideways compliment. Um, I appreciate it. You're quite welcome. What, what? What did? What's the difference between what you learned in school versus what you've learned in, in the last seventeen years? Well. It's interesting. I was listening to this um, podcast this morning and just kind of, I always sort of laughed to myself thinking like there was no way you would get this sort of information in school, right? right. You sort of, you know, we have our textbooks, we have our protocols, um, you know, you sit in lecture and you really hear about disease states and how to manage disease. And that's like the big term, like manage. It's never find out why. Um, and that was always like my, you know, I would sit there and be like, but but why? What why why does somebody feel this way? What about, you know, um, are we asking about their what type of lifestyle they live, what type of job they have, what type of family environment, you know? Um, in sure. school, it's it's really you, you sit in lecture and it's like today we're gonna go over. Um, you know, uh, you know, PCOS, but even, even with that, even with a topic, uh, like such as PCOS, I'm bringing that up because it's like women's health, um, month, you know, and it was really just a little tidbit about what it's this like, is. like, Hey, let's, let's give them metformin. Let's, uh, let's put them on right. birth control. It wasn't like, okay, so how much stress are you under? What's your nutrition exactly. look like? Yeah. You know, because yeah. I've noticed a huge with PCOS, stress is just a huge, huge component. Yeah. Of that. Right. Yeah. And, you um, know, and and so people they don't want to know why they just want to basically you know cover up symptoms. Oh, you've got severe acne. We're just going to put you on Accutane, which is like taking an atomic bomb, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's um, even with me, you know, what I learned in school, um, you know, what you learn in school from an anatomy and physiology standpoint is basically dead guy anatomy 
is basically right. hinges and levers, right? They don't take into account that there's fluid and air involved in this situation that they're going to change the way people move. It's just not as simple as a hinge and a lever, right? So mm -hmm. um, it's, it's yeah, very interesting like, how the system is set up. Yeah. And, and, you know, when it comes to, you know, we would sit there and look at like lab values, right? Just for mm -hmm. instance, and they, they talk about like, this is a normal range for labs and they sort of put people in boxes. It's like, if you fall within this box, you're perfect. But it's like, right. no, but you know, in like a clinical setting, when I was going through my clinicals, um, through my undergrad and then graduate, you know, you would sit there and a patient's obviously coming in to see, to see a provider, not because they, they have nothing better to do. They, they, they have a, an issue, something's going right. on. So to hear that like, oh no, you're normal, this is fine, which sometimes they are, but if somebody's sitting there telling you, but I can't sleep, but I have no energy, you know, you need to dig a little bit further to really understand mm -hmm. that. And if somebody's on like the low end of normal, that's right. like sitting in a, you know, the bottom of the tank, you know? Well, well, in the so, low end of normal now is extremely low compared to 15, 20, 30, 40 years ago. They've lowered the standard. Yes. They've, they've basically, as people, people are always like, my labs are normal. Well, they base the labs off the average American and the average American is not healthy. Right. You know, so right. they've, they've lowered, like the, the testosterone levels, they've lowered from like, over a thousand down to like like think the top end now is seven or eight hundred. I th uh, yeah, I think it used I think it used to it. be it used to be well over a thousand not that long ago. And cholesterol right. they keep they keep bumping it down and down. It used to be above three hundred and now it's like down, mm -hmm. down, 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 down. So yeah, it's really basically interesting how it's well, and the same thing goes for like fitness standards, right? Like you look at physical fitness, they used to actually have phys ed, which was physical education, where they had standards that everyone had to come in and actually do things. And right. now they don't have that anymore. And, and people don't understand that physical education, moving your body has a huge impact in the development of your brain. So yes. as they've taken these things out of school, these kids are just, they're getting dumber and dumber and dumber. And it's not their fault. It's a combination of the screens combined with, with not moving their body. And so right. even the military has had to lower its standards because people are just, their, their, their level of preparedness is going down, coming down and down. So yeah. it, it's, uh, it's really, it's really crazy. And, you know, I was at, jay campbell's seminar this past weekend and and he talked about this pharmacist who'd been up there for 40 you know he'd been a pharmacist for 35 you know 40 years mm -hmm. and he says the number of women that come in and they're prescribing um antacids for their brand new baby it's just like oh. it, it's like unbelievable you know and he's yeah. he, he pulls them aside and he's like hey I'm not a doctor but, you know, you might want to you might want to try, you know, putting this probiotic I developed, you know, for instance, on on your nipple or, or you know, giving it Absolutely. to them. And then, and then all of a sudden they're like they have no they don't have issues anymore. Right. It's, you know, what I mean, what happens if you give a baby. Propon pump inhibitors and they, they stay on them. Like, think what about is, that. What is yeah. it going to do? Like so people that don't know, like a proton pump inhibitor basically the bone. inhibits your ability yeah. to produce stomach acid. Right. Right. If you don't produce stomach acid, you don't absorb stuff like you don't digest stuff. So what is that going to what is going to be the cumulative effect 
of that over years and especially in a developing baby on their health and long term. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Gonna affect their bones. Gonna affect their microbiome. Good morning, Doctor Stillman. Good morning, everyone. I'm just fashionably late. Well, that's fine. Yes, you are. Which is good heart. because <laughs> we, we've talked about what Lauren, how Lauren didn't learn about, you know, just she learned about managing disease as opposed to improving yeah, health right. in, in school. And, What's funny, so you know, this is perfect because mm -hmm, you two can take over because I need to I need to go run a couple errands. So I'm going to I'm going to exit. Oh, you do? You yeah, I need to. <laughs> I need to take Rommel to dog and daycare. I got you started, man, and now I'm just gonna I hand it over. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, hand Jim, it over. Four forty-five. I'm gonna go. To I'm gonna hand it over to the two professionals, and the elementary school teacher <laughs> is going just to go don't on hit his way. End stream. Make sure you hit the leave studio button. I'm not gonna hit the end stream. I'm just gonna hit. I'm just gonna exit. Hey, listen, I almost made that mistake yesterday. I almost made that mistake. So. Yeah, I'm not going to end the stream. Don't worry. I'm, I'm my, I've got one hamster who's working really hard. You kids have fun. <laughs> this is a great topic. I'll listen to you in the car. Bye. All right, Jim. See you later, Jim. All right, Lauren. I can't believe he left us like that. I know. It's fine. We'll be okay. That's fine. How was your morning? It's great. How are you guys doing? Very well. Yeah, what I was going to say about the the – Jim has a really interesting mentor named Bill Hartman. Who we mm -hmm. talk about fairly often. Yeah, yeah. Who Jim says he's, when he listens to Bill, it makes his head hurt because Bill's got this really interesting lingo. And Bill has this thing he calls the model. The model is like the way that they look at the human body. Mm -hmm. And a big part of why Jim's, you know, or why Jim thinks or sees himself as being successful as a trainer and a coach is that they're using a different model than most trainers and coaches. Most trainers and coaches are, are are trained with what Bill Hartman calls the dead guy theory of anatomy, right? right. You are a bunch of, of, of levers and pulleys mm -hmm. and whatever, right? And some yeah. arms, things like that, uh, levers, right? Mm -hmm. So that model doesn't take into account all these dynamic forces within the body, changes, which are really fundamentally created by changes in fluid, pressure, and all of that is changed by cellular biochemical functions, right? Yep, our environment. And, and our model is based that we're trained in school in the Western School of Medicine. And I, it really isn't the Western School of Medicine. I don't think it's fair to call it Western medicine at all. It's really pharmaceutical medicine. And drugs and surgery is the, mm -hmm. the paradigm. And there's a place for them, but the model is so broken when it comes to looking at wellness because the model yeah. is the body is trying to do something and that's creating a symptom. And so we're going to break the mechanism by which the body does this in order to restore health. Right. Which is like saying your car is making a funny noise. We're going to remove the part that's making the funny noise. Or we're going to duct tape it, you know, really hard or, or staple it or screw it or fix it to the frame of the car so it doesn't make that funny noise. And now we fix the problem. I mm -hmm. used to call this, I call this sweeping the, you know, the dog poop under the rug and pretending it's not there. Or putting lipstick on a pig. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. one. There's a lot of lipstick on a pig yeah. in the medical world. And what I found overwhelmingly matters mm -hmm. is to focus on what makes the body healthy and well, and then the body will make itself healthy and well. I believe that. And so I tell patients, you need to focus on your, you need to stop focusing on your illness and start focusing on your wellness. Right. That's why we have coach coaching programs. Because when you get into group coaching, you start to realize like, oh, there's a method behind the madness. There's a system we can apply. There's a model we can 
you know, create to understand how we get healthy and how we get sick. And then if I just stick with that model, then I can create the wellness that I desire. Yeah. And the group coaching is so great because patients can really hear other people's stories and, you know, you might hear something that resonates with them and they're like, oh, you know, I was wondering that. And yeah, you've already seen that happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And have you, have you had many people come again. into your calls where they're like, yeah, you know, I'm wondering like about something Dr. Stillman said on a group coaching call all the time. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that because we haven't oh, really yeah. talked about that, mm -hmm. but I mean, I, I knew that would happen. And then the great thing is, right. A lot of what we do in the medical practice is, okay, we're going to walk you through high dose iodine. We're going to walk you through uh, the MSM protocol. We're going to mm -hmm. talk to you about vitamin C. When I do that on a group coaching call, there's multiple reasons why I'm doing it. I can't start everyone with all the things because A, it's overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And B, they will often not implement the things that matter most. They'll implement the things that matter least, but they'll do it in the wrong order. And that sets them up for failure. Just like you don't put the roof on a house before the foundation is dried. Right. And so they're hearing about me, hearing me talk somebody else through this protocol. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, cool. Yeah. I get to do that protocol. Mm -hmm. Well, how do I get to that protocol? And I say, well, you've got to do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, oh, cool. The light bulb goes And then up. they want to do it because they want to get to the next thing. Right. And then they've already heard the next thing when they get there and they say, okay, now it's easier for me to remember, track, understand. Um, and the other thing is when we go over, say, side effects of some of these protocols, because some people don't react well to all these things, the question is, what do I do and how do I manage it? Mm -hmm. And that I cover in the group coaching calls all the time. Right. So it is such incredible leverage. And we see so much, uh, we don't, we see less and less of it because we're explaining the value and people are listening to our material. And the more people jump into the group coaching calls, the more they like it. Absolutely. What, I, what I've found. And on top of that, we've seen that they get better and better. The people who get the best results do the most group coaching because they get yeah. the most information, the most exposure, the most education. Um, and so, yeah, people will come in skeptical and then they'll leave very much convinced that it's a big part of their success. And it gives us so much more time with them than we would have otherwise had. I had a patient this week, they were blown away, um, during really? one of the calls and they were saying, you know, I, I can't believe how much exposure I have, you know, yeah, I get great, to talk to Dr. Stillman, I get to utilize Jim and all his great knowledge. So they were so pleased. And that was really that was really nice to hear. That's good. I'm glad we, to hear that. We love the good news. It's so encouraging. It's, it's it's nice to hear these days. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I think one of the toughest things when I was in solo practice was not hearing from patients for long periods of time mm -hmm. and then having them come in and say, I'm not getting better. And that always disappointed me because yeah. I knew that the reason they weren't getting the results is that we hadn't had enough time together. Oh yeah. And a lot of the time, you know, they've got the same problem as somebody else is on a group call. Like we had a case recently of someone who's, who's over, who's exerting themselves much too much mm -hmm. for their relative state of health. Um, they are, they need to cut back on their exercise. I would say about 50%. And that's not only in volume, but intensity. Right. Um, and we have so many people in the practice who, who are, who don't realize how much exercise is holding them back and, um, you know, tanking their hormones, dysregulating their hormones, leaving them feeling 
tired, uh, ruining their sleep, uh, draining them of energy that they need for their personal relationships. Uh, so it's, it's one example of so many topics we cover in the group coaching calls that help people really move the needle and feel better. Yeah, that's a huge one because everyone's, you know, I'm going to exercise, I'm going to feel better. But if your body's in a state of, you know, a little bit of burnout after years and years of fight or flight, that exercise is an acute form, you know, of fight or flight. So your body's just constantly in that state. And we have right. to explain to people, we have to bring that down for you to heal. Yeah. And I, I do think even with people who are tired and exhausted, there's a place for some exercise. Right. Absolutely. But I really think the most underutilized, underappreciated form of exercise is walking. Walking. Hippocrates said walking is a man's best medicine. I swear by it. It's so good. Even and since being in the practice with you, I swear it's been every morning. I make sure I get in my steps and it's been a huge game changer for me. Really? Yes. 10,000. And then I've even started a new goal for myself. If I oh. can get up to 12,000, even 15,000 some days, cause I'm in the city. So I, I have no excuse, you know, um, it's true. You're up early. It's true. I, I avoid my car as much as I can. And you feel such a difference. It's it, true. You do. I start every morning true. with a walk. Yeah. Uh, down on the beach here in Florida. Water on the beach, but I get a lovely view of New York City. That's good. That's good. <laughs> we'll take it for now. <laughs> Any other last minute thoughts for people on what you learned in school versus actually working with people in the real world? I mean, I'm grateful for every experience, right? And, you know, if I didn't see, if I wasn't exposed to certain things, I might have not said, you know, maybe there's a different way that we can approach these things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and I'm, I had some really great professors and, mm -hmm. you know, influential professors, even one of my favorite, he was a chiropractor. Um, and he taught one of my, um, anatomy and physiology classes in undergrad. Yeah. And he had such an impact on me because they, you know, they look at the body differently than mm -hmm. mainstream. So, uh, I just feel like it's important to constantly seek out different education and learning, you know, experiences because, there's more out there. Totally. That's what you're told. Yeah. And it's really funny. People think this is a new problem mm -hmm. and it's not true. No. One of uh, my favorite books is the black swan by Nassim Nicholas Taleb. I've heard you say that. Yeah. yeah. And he wrote in that about this professor, not professor. He was a writer named Sextus Empiricus. And he, uh -huh. wrote this, he wrote this whole book called against the professors. And he basically spends, this is ancient. I think this is a text from BC. And he basically spends the entire time talking trash about the kind of people you find in academia who have no idea how to actually fix people's problems, but presume that they know how to teach people to fix people's problems. And we have a big problem with that in our world that's so dominated by social media. And what makes us different is that we actually do the work of seeing patients yeah. and taking care of them. Yeah. So. Um, we are currently enrolling our HTMA level one cohort two. That's well, a great uh, class. Links. Thank you. Yeah, you've been in on it. Yeah, the first, the first round cohort number one. So enroll in that today. Uh, enrollment's going to be wrapping up here at the end of the month. And we do expect to sell out. So don't miss out. We have a, a webinar on that coming up on Saturday on unleashing the power of minerals, why we see minerals 
making such a difference in people's health, wellness, and particularly their energy. And Clark and I will be holding that at 11 a.m. Uh, this Saturday. And you can check out our Fundamentals of Wellness course if you would like to experience the wonder, the joy, the magic of group coaching with us. And we also are still taking patients in the medical practice, although we are getting further and further out. So make sure that you schedule your appointments with Molly and Eric, who take care of our onboarding uh, as soon as possible so that you don't get pushed out into March because we are getting close to filling up all of our dates between now and then. And if you're, if you get pushed out into March, right, that will be November, December, January, and February. You have waited four months for an appointment and you could be on a group coaching call with me tonight at 830 in our fundamentals of wellness, or maybe it's 730. I don't know. 730. Is it 730? I'm glad yeah. you're here to keep me on track. Yes. So uh, make sure you're on our, our uh, email newsletter, by the way, at stillmanwellness.com. Why? Because only our newsletter subscribers get access to our weekly webinars where Jim and I let you in on our wellness secrets. It's a different topic every Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Uh, these are behind closed doors, not available for public consumption because they're uncensored. And we're going to tell you how things really are and how things really work. And because that upsets the what's what's eight, Jim? Jim says, no, it's eight in the comments. Oh, wait, we were both wrong. I don't know what Jim's talking about. Jim is. Go take your dog to daycare. Oh, it's the Q&A. The Q&A oh. is what he's talking about. Yeah. Fundamentals of Wellness Q&A tonight at 8. Gotcha. Okay. So um, I lost my train of thought. But anyway. Don't listen we'll, to either one of us. <laughs> we'll see you in the calls. Jump on our newsletter. You don't want to miss these webinars every Thursday, 10 a.m. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Take don't care. forget to get outside. Have a great day.